Hello and welcome everybody to the F1 show. I'm your host Stephen G and you're tuning in to episode 13, Canadian Grand Prix Saturday Review. Vettel beats Bottas Verstappen to pole. Ferrari Formula 1 driver Sebastian Vettel claimed pole position for the Canadian Grand Prix. Vettel set the pace throughout the Q3 top 10 shootout, posting a time of 1 minute 10.776 seconds on his first run to take top spot. He then shaved 12 hundredths of that time on his second run using the Hypersoft Pirates to make sure of pole position. Valtteri Bottas was second fastest for Mercedes but was unable to improve on his first run lap having lost time in the first and second sectors. Red Bull driver Max Verstappen made three different makes in the top three by jumping to third on his final lap, relegating Lewis Hamilton to fourth place, just over two tenths lower than Vettel. Kim Raikkonen had been third after the first runs in Q3, but ran wide onto the grass as exiting turn two on his second set of hypersafts and was forced to abort the lap and ended up shuffled down to fifth. Ricciardo was sixth fastest, lapping just two hundredths of a second after Raikkonen. The Ferrari Mercedes driver will start the race on the Ultrasoft Pirellis, having used that compound to set their fastest times in Q2, with Red Bull and the rest of the top 10 using Hypersafts. Renault's Nico Hülkenberg took 7th place ahead of Force India's Esteban Ocon. The Renault and Force India pattern was repeated on the 5th row, with Carlos Sainz comfortably ahead of Sergio Perez. Haas driver Kevin Magnussen was fastest of those eliminating QT, lapping 2 tenths slower than Perez. That was enough to put him 29 thousandths of a second ahead of Brendan Hartley's Toro Rosso, who is running the upgraded Honda engine package. Hartley complained about losing a couple of tenths in the final chicane on his quickest lap. Sauber driver Charles Leclerc was 13th, with McLaren duo Fernando Alonso and Stoffel van Dorn never looking like a Q3 threat and ending up 14 and 15, separated by just 9 thousandths of a second. Alonso complained about poor drivability out of the hairpin on his last run, but van Dorn suggested over the radio that this place was representative of McLaren's speed this weekend. All five of those drivers had been in the drop zone after their first runs in Q2, but despite all finding time on their second set of hypersafts, none were able to break into the top 10. Toroso driver Pierre Gasly, who had an engine change to the old specification Honda after a problem in FP3, was knocked out in Q1 by last-minute improvements by Alonso and Van Dorn. Gasly was unable to improve on the pace he set on his first Q1 run having been 11th at that stage, meaning he was shuffled down the order in the final minutes and ended up 16th. Williams to a Lance Stroll, who had an off-track moment at the final chicane on his final run, and Sergei Sirotkin were 17 and 18 respectively, effectively last of those not to hit trouble. Sauber driver Marcus Eriksson hit the wall exiting the turn 8-9 chicane on his first run, ended up 19th after sustaining damage. Haas driver Roman Grosjean was unable to run after suffering what appeared to be an engine failure as he headed towards the end of the pit lane billowing smoke at the beginning of the session. Here is the driver's lineup for the Canadian Grand Prix after all penalties have been imposed. First, Sebastian Vettel. Second, Valtteri Bottas. Third, Max Verstappen. Fourth, Lewis Hamilton. Fifth, Kimi Raikkonen. Sixth, Daniel Ricciardo. Seventh, Nico Hülkenberg. Eighth, Esteban Ocon. Ninth, Carlos Sainz Jr. Ten, Sergio Perez. Eleven, Kevin Magnussen. Twelfth, Brendan Hartley. Thirteen, Charles Leclerc. Fourteen, Fernando Alonso. 15. Stoffel van Dorn, 16. Lance Stroll, 17. Sergei Sirotkin, 18. Marcus Eriksson, 19. Pierre Gasly, and last in 20. Roman Grosjean.
Losing Honda upgrade made qualifying tough for Gasly. Toroso driver Pierre Gasly has revealed he was forced to switch to an older specification Honda power unit ahead of qualifying for Formula 1's Canadian Grand Prix. The Japanese manufacturer introduced a new engine in Montreal, which Gasly and teammate Brendan Hartley agreed was better and faster than the previous version after trying it out on Friday. But initial in Saturday morning practice meant the Frenchman was forced to revert to the previous unit that had been in use since the second race weekend of the year in Bahrain. Gasly feels this left him at a significant disadvantage come qualifying as he was eliminated in the first segment taking 16th place and missing out on a Q2 berth by under half a tenth. We had an issue with the engine P3, with the new upgrade we had to revert to the new engine we use in Monaco, Gasly told Sky Sports after the session. On a track like Canada, the top speed is massively important and made qualifying quite tough. It's always frustrating to miss out with such a small gap, Honda's technical director Toyoharu Tanabe explained. Towards the end of this morning's field practice, Pierre's engine showed a drop in power. As a precaution, we decided to change the entire unit. This means that Pierre Gasly will take a 10th place grid penalty for swapping engines, and that will place him in 19th place, since Roman Grosjean had not even practiced in all the qualifying sessions. One corner cost me Montreal pole, says Hamilton. Mercedes Formula 1 driver Lewis Hamilton believes that he could have been on pole position for the Canadian Grand Prix if not for struggles at the turn 10 hairpin in qualifying. Hamilton has won every F1 race at Montreal from pole position since 2015 but had to settle for fourth in Saturday's qualifying, locking up at the hairpin on several occasions over the course of the session. The reigning champion said that while the final sector, including turn 10 of the track, is usually his strongest part of the track, he was unable to set up the Mercedes properly for that section this time around. The Britain reckons that corner alone was pole position. It was good yesterday, Friday. The car balance was great into turn 10, he said. Usually the last sector is actually my strongest at this track, but I was just struggling massively on the bumps into turn 10. Yesterday I think we had a couple of small lockups, but not a lot. As we continue to push the setup, there are areas that can be affected. So constantly today, going into that corner, I was struggling to get the car stopped, be it front locking or rear locking, so it was quite messy. I need to look into it to say exactly what, they, what it is. There was a good chunk of time there, definitely just in that corner alone was pole position for sure, if I figure out how to fix it. McLaren, poor qualifying down to downforce compromise. McLaren Formula 1 Racing Director Eric Boulier says that the walking team's poor performance in qualifying in Montreal was down to having to compensate for the car's struggles in low-speed corners. Fernando Alonso and Stoffel van Dorn both had a disappointing qualifying for the Canadian Grand Prix and will start 14th and 15th as they were the slowest two drivers in Q2. Both drivers figured near the bottom of the speed trap times as the team sacrificed straight-line speed for more grip in low-speed corners, a weak point for McLaren in 2018. Boulier compared the outcome with Bahrain, where McLaren also had a poor Saturday. He said, The car has a weakness this year which we have already pointed out, a low-speed corner lack of grip. And obviously here you have only low speed corners, I think the highest speed is 140 km per hour. We knew coming here that it would be difficult, a bit like Bahrain characteristics if you want. And to compensate for this lack of low speed grip, we have to carry more wing, which means more drag. The best compromise for our speed level is to run more drag, more downforce, and that hurts us. Boulier said that the team's current focus is to fix the low speed grip issues, rather than switch attention to the 2019 car. Hardly, Honda update will give more in race. 
Britain hardly believes Storoso will get a bigger benefit from Honda's upgraded Formula 1 engine in the Canadian Grand Prix than it did during qualifying. Hartley has an improved internal combustion engine for this race and qualified 12th at the power-sensitive Montreal circuit ahead of both Renault-powered McLarens and the Zauber Ferrari of Charles Leclerc. The upgrade we have is a relatively small one in qualifying, but where we really potentially made a step is for the race, said Hartley. That's going to be really exciting to see if we have the pace to challenge and fight on a track with a very, very long straight line and big demand on power. The New Zealander does not have a complete set of new components because a Spanish Grand Prix practice crash put him off cycle. That means he still has the energy recovery system from the races in China and Azerbaijan where Honda's top-end weakness was exposed. However, Hartley said that comparing the performance in Canada specifically to those two races left him convinced that the new engine, the bigger steps, is in the race. With a weaker energy recovery system, Toros and Honda will be more vulnerable compared to rivals in qualifying when the battery is charged and deployed in full over one lap. This energy management process is more strategic in the race and Honda revised its approach after Azerbaijan, so an improved combustion engine will likely have greater impact in race trim. Everything has been positive from my side of the garage, said Hartley. I know I don't have the upgraded MGU-H that Pierre Gasly had, but everything's been running smooth on my side of the garage. The Canadian Grand Prix should be an interesting race to watch as nobody is really out of place for the starting lineup. The track is looking good with very straight lines and top speed demands and low speed corners. Thanks for listening to another episode of the F1 Show and as always, until next time my friends.